welcome to the Rich Thoughts Podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready. It's going to be a great journey. Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring, and that's my fine wife, Bev. On a personal note, we'd like for you to be praying for my mom, Miss Annie Ruth, and uh, who's had a couple health challenges. But I tell you what, she's a strong woman of faith, and she knows where her answer is. And also, on another personal note, our son Jamie flew in from Fort Worth and has spent three days with us, and he leaves today. And then our baby girl, Zan, leaves tomorrow, and uh, she's been here with us, what, three months? I think so. Something like that. She's taking a new position in Seattle, so she's going to be driving cross-country. Anyhow. Okay. <clears throat> so, today so. we're going to talk about seven powerful, life-changing mm-hmm. words. You know, you can't stop a bird from landing on, our, on your head, but you can stop it from building a nest. The same thing is true of our thought life. What you think about, you speak about. What you speak about, you bring about. When negative or sinful thoughts pop into your brain, start praying for other people. When the, when the enemy knocks on your mental door, send Jesus to answer. That's how we become renewed in our minds. Ephesians 4.23, 4.23, classic amplifier. And be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. Wow. The scripture gets very specific when discussing the kind of attitude you should have. Philippians 2.5.2.5, New Living Translation. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Now, the contemporary English version of that verse, Philippians 2.5, says it this way. And think the same way Christ Jesus thought. How do we manifest the attitude of Jesus? Seven powerful, life-changing destiny-shaping, mountain-moving words. Here they are. Read your Bible. Do what it says. That's it. Let's take that down and break it down and figure it out, right? That's a good idea. All right. Read. First one, read. You know, when you were a child, did your parents read books to you, or did you read books? I know that when we were, boy, when I was a young person, I really loved to read. And, um... And I would go to the library and bring home all kinds of books. I wasn't raised a Christian, but I definitely loved to read. I was blessed to be. And I remember as a child, we had this hardback book filled with Bible stories. There you go. That caught my imagination as a young boy. I was seized with awe at the majesty, power, and love of our God and the men and women who served him. My mom would read this book to me every night. My first recollection of the Bible came from these stories. Joseph, Samson, Daniel were three of my favorite Old Testament stories. Perhaps your parents or an older sibling read stories to you as well. As we got older, we began to read for ourselves. Unfortunately, many other things vies for our attention. Some good, some not so good. However, no other reading should take the place of the Word. But sadly, that's not always the case. The enemy likes nothing better than to distract our focus from the Word of God because he knows 
it will guide our path. That's right. Psalm 119.105, 119.105, King James Version. The word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalm 119.105 again, this time in the Living Bible. Your words are a flashlight to light the path ahead of me and keep me from stumbling. Wow. I like that. Mm -hmm. Here's a couple of questions. Do you have an established time each day to read the Word? Do you take notes while you read? And by the way, it's okay to write in your Bible. Are you reading any other book other than the Bible? Today, whenever it is, is always a day of new beginnings. Read and feed on the Word of God. Amen. Matthew 4.4, 4.4 Classic Amplified. But he replied, it has been written... <clears throat> It has right. been written, man shall not live and be upheld and sustained by bread alone, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Think of that. So read your Bible, do what it says. Mm -hmm. Your, <clears throat> read your. Never take for granted the fact that you have a Bible. It's yours. Many people, well, in the United States and other countries as well, other than often have a whole lot more than just one Bible in their homes or in their offices. We can rejoice that we have our own Bible, that we don't have to depend on a pastor or a priest or anyone else to do our Bible reading for us. You need to read your Bible and make it personal to you. I really am in love with the Passion Translation. It it's is great. a fabulous one and truly Life-changing really makes Jesus personal. Bible, read your Bible. You can read all kinds of books that you want, and there's a lot of good ones out there, don't get me wrong. But really, the very first readings that we should do every day is in our Bible. <clears throat> it jump-starts and starts our day off right, along with Rich Thoughts for Breakfast, of course. <laughs> Proverbs 2.6, Living Bible says, for the Lord grants wisdom. His every word is a treasure of knowledge and understanding. You need knowledge and understanding? You might read the Bible and think, well, you don't know if I'm getting anything out of this. Hey, <clears throat> you may be getting a whole lot more than you think because when you read the word, remember the word is alive. Yes. And if it's alive, that means you're in the presence of God right there. You're reading the word. He is there with you and you are in his presence. So you are, un I mean, there's no doubt about it. You are absorbing some God when you're in the Word. You could be reading the begats and still absorb God. <laughs> you know, true. John Wooden, the legendary coach of the UCLA at Bruins, said, Be true to yourself. Help others. Make each day your masterpiece. Make friendship a fine art. Drink deeply from good books, especially the Bible. Build a shelter against a rainy day. Give thanks for your blessings and pray for guidance every day. That's powerful. Wonderful words. The Bible gives us wisdom for daily living and provides the answer to every question that we face. We don't always get them immediately that day, but if we keep going, he'll give it to us. President Ronald Reagan, late president, obviously, said within the covers of the Bible are the answers for all the problems men face. Wow, that's Another it. a great quote. We, we look ahead. at three mm -hmm. words. First three, read your Bible. Now we're going to look at the next four, which says, do what it says. Do. I like that. Do. 
Be a doer of the word, not yeah. just a talker. That's not an opinion. It's James 122, 122, classic amplifier. But be doers of the word. Obey the message and not merely listeners to it, portraying yourselves into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. The New Living Translation of that scripture, James 1.22, says, But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. Think of that. In other words, if you're not doing the word, then we're deceiving or fooling ourselves. Not only that, but if we're not doing what we've heard, we'll never retain what we've heard, regardless of the revelation. Everything will be in one ear, now the other. We find it interesting that the last part of this verse says, we're deceiving or fooling ourselves. There's an old saying that the biggest fool is the one who fools himself. Think about that. Wow. Biggest fool is the one who fools himself. That's good. So make no mistake. God wants us hearing the word, but he also wants us doing something with what we've heard. According to Strong's Concordance, doer is the Greek word G4152. 4152, and it means a maker, producer, author, doer, performer. In essence, you're the writer, actor, director, producer of your own life. That's right. What you do, <laughs> how the script of your life plays out, is entirely in your hands based on, cho on what you choose to do or not to do. Our ultimate goal in life as an effective doer of the word is to be profitable to God in the establishment of his kingdom. We should be, well, we should be such a committed and effective doer of the word that we will do what deemed by God is profitable to him in the kingdom. Luke 6, 46 and 47. Luke 46, 47, Message Bible. Why are you so polite with me? Always saying, yes, sir. And that's right, sir. But never doing a thing, I tell you. Words I speak to you are not mere additions to your life, homeowner improvements to your standard of living. They are foundation words, words to build a life on. Wow. That's good. Mm -hmm. And what? Read your Bible, do what? Read your Bible, do what? It says. All too often we can spend our lives listening to what others say we should and shouldn't be doing. We might sometimes pay serious money to listen to somebody some life coach or guru guy who suggests that we what we need to do to make our lives successful. But let me tell you this. The only what we need to listen to is found <laughs> in Psalm 85, 8. Psalm 85, 8. This is in the classic Amplified. It says, I will listen with expectancy to what God the Lord will say, for he will speak peace to his people, to his saints, those who are in right standing with him. But let them not turn again to self-confident folly. So the point is, we need to all listen with expectancy to what God, the Lord, is saying to us. And that's really the key to changing our world. That's good. <clears throat> Read your Bible, do what it. Read your Bible, do what it says. Do what it, <clears throat> the Bible, says. <clears throat> James 4.17 4.17 in the New Living Translation. Remember it's sin to know what is what you ought to do and then not do it. Wow. The hearing paraphrase of that verse is, when we know what to do and don't do it, that's sin. 
what we do is the it. That's it. It says. Do what it says. Isaiah 5511. 5511 Classic Amplified. So good. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. Remember, he wrote the word through people. It shall not return to me void without producing any effect useless, but it shall accomplish that which I please and purpose, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. You know, when we speak what the Bible says, we're tapping into <clears throat> supernatural strength. Glory. Psalm 103.20. Psalm 103.20. Love this. It says, Bless, affectionately, gratefully praise the Lord, you his angels. Listen what it says. You mighty ones who do his commandments, hearkening to the voice of his word. If you're speaking the word, you can be sending angels out to hearken. I mean, they are hearkening to God's word and performing it. So what do we say? Read your Bible, do what it says. It's more than just a powerful saying. It's a way of living life to the fullest. Amen. <clears throat> hallelujah. Ooh, hallelujah. So every day, read your Bible, do what it says. Yep. Glory to God. Until tomorrow morning at 830 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.